When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, baby. That's it, Ty. That's it. Yeah, Ty's going. Oh, keep it playing a little bit, Ty. Oh man, I'm just feeling it today. Hey, hey, yo, if you're not having fun, oh, what are you doing it for? Real life, real talk nation. Yo, how are you doing? How are you feeling? It's your man Tyler Campbell, rocking and feeling lovely on the microphone today. It's been a couple weeks, you know, bowl games, basketball. Yo, it's that time of the season. Yeah, but now we're live. Now we are direct. It's 2023 and we've got to come. We got to go with the gusto. So without further ado, yo, let's kick it how we kick it. And let's do it how we do it. No matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., at 12 p.m., it's my time. Listen to me, it's my time to bring you the sunshine. And from the north to the south and the east to the west, please listen, do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, listen to me, because you know you are blessed. It's your hostess with the most, it's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I am live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Yes. Energy to waste. Yes, that's right. And if you're looking for inspiration, unity, and community, then watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, watch this. It is guaranteed. Listen to me. It is guaranteed that you are in the right place. And so you already know. Yeah. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Happy Saturday to you, man. Hope you, the family, everybody you rocking with today is doing well. Uh, we're going to come in with some great inspiration today, things to uplift your spirit, things to help keep you pressing, things to help you, make you, help you feel like you yes you can you know what i'm saying those words of saying yes yes you can yes you can keep pressing and shout out to my man ty who's on the other end of the booth man ty does amazing work with production the team keeping all of us as hosts um on the straighten up you know like the old folks used to say uh on the up and up you know ty keeps us there i appreciate you ty you catch him early in the mornings man Ty, how are you feeling? Are you able to hold strong? Push with me on this last little bit, man. I know you got them early mornings working with you. How you feeling, Ty? I'm feeling great. It's good to have you back in studio. Hey, it's a pleasure, baby. It's been a minute. My Westlake and numb. My my brother from another mother. Ty, I appreciate you, man. Yo, big week, big week this week. Yo, shout out to my father. Shout out to Tyler, Texas. Stand up. We had the uh, the tenth annual. Man, can't believe it's been around for ten years. Ten years of uh, Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Awards that took place this past Wednesday goes to what we consider the best player either from the state of Texas or goes to college in the state of Texas. 
um, on the offensive side of the ball. This year's finalists were Frank Harris from the University of, uh, of San Antonio, Texas at San Antonio, Max Duggan, of course, from TCU, quarterback there, Deuce Vaughn, amazing running back from Kansas State University, and B. John Robinson, of course, from the state of Texas. And, uh, man, we've had great winners, great finalists in the past, man. Kyler Murray, man, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, those names have come through the corridor. Um, but Max, Max Duggan ended up taking home the reward, you know, uh, kudos to you, sir, and welcome to the Campbell family. I think my message to all the guys, I came from the perspective of intentional consistency. All right, write this down, intentional consistency, because I want people to understand that what made all those young men so unique was the matter of consistency that they placed over their lives on the field as well as off. And you have to be intentional about those things, right? You have to be purposeful about those things, and those young men were, and that is exactly, exactly why they found themselves as finalists for that award. So if you translate that to your life, yo, with whatever it is that you're going after, whatever it is that you're aspiring to be, even if it's just being a better father, Right. Even if it's something as simple as 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 approaching your job a different way, you live by the mantra of intentional consistency. Yo, be purposeful about being consistent. Yo, when people say your name, do they know what they're going to get out of you? Like as a friend, do people know that they can count on you? Do they know what they're going to get from you on their job? Do your children know what they're going to get out of you as a mother or as a father? Your intentional consistency, and that was my message to them. And I always look forward to to the Tyler Rose Award because you know you get a great group of young men. Everybody gets dressed up, get to feeling good about themselves, and it's in that room the culmination of the things that they've done over their college career. Yo, they feel good about them. They smile about them. Men who come from humble beginnings who are now that much closer to getting to the NFL and changing the course of their families' lives for generations to come. It's a very, very special thing. And, uh, yo, write this down. Write this down, especially for my fellas. Write this down. Yo, don't keep it in the dark. Take the first step to outreach. Don't keep it in the dark. Take the first step to outreach. One of the things that I appreciate my father and what he does, Earl Campbell, I appreciate the fact that this this award was probably his best season of humility. He really let people have access to his heart before presenting the trophy. Um, he gave people the walk towards his addiction. You know, he went vulnerable. He, he gave people his troubles with uh, mixing pain pills and alcohol and how that derailed him, a, a costly decision. But then he went in and also talked about how um, you know, the words of my brother and myself, my brother Christian and I, how we eventually got my dad to rehab and that rehabilitation changed his life. Um, but because he took the first steps that stretched his outreach, you know, you're looking at over 13 years worth clean from him for him now with alcohol and other substances. And now he's doing more and impacting a greater level of lives through being open about his addiction problems of his past. And now since he took the first steps towards outreach, he can now impact the world on a greater scale. And so for you, it may not be addiction for you. It may be something else totally different. But how is it that you can focus and wrap your mind around your struggles for today and seek outreach or seek help for what it is that you're going through or seek attention or seek guidance for where it is that you're trying to go to? I think that's important. And when you take those first steps, it changes the trajectory of your life tremendously. But a lot of times we'll talk to ourselves. We'll speak about what we're not. We'll speak about what we don't have. We'll speak about where we're supposed to be, but yet we're still stuck. But we don't seek the outreach or the help to get there. We don't ask our boss for their guidance. We don't seek our wives and our spouses for their opinions and their encouragement. We don't go to leaders that we know within the community, within our family, within our household, and say, hey, what can we do about this? 
this. Your answers lie in the moment that you seek outreach for what it is that you're going through. When you seek aid for help for what it is that we're going through, we're wondering why we're not getting anywhere. It's because everything is inside of you. And you got to release it to get help and guidance towards where it is that you want to go. So I appreciate that from my father. Um, I respect it, man. So so take that first step today. Don't keep it in the dark. All right. I want to let that marinate. Let this marinate on the cerebrum today. Write this down because we're going quick. I know this. I know this. Um, and somebody said that asked if the Smoke family was affiliated with the award. Yes, man. Cindy Smoke is is on our on our um on our uh, uh, trustee committee um, for the Tyler Rose Award. Legalize it just said that, man. Send your text messages in 512-337-3776. As you can see, I respond in real time. Let that matter on your cerebrum. All right. What you see greatly affects what you do. The power is in your hands to decide if you want that effect to be positive or negative. All right. This down. What you see greatly affects what you do. The second part of that is the power is in your hands to decide if you want the effect of what you see to be positive or negative. I think what is so powerful about draft day, what is so powerful about letter of intent day, those moments, they are the culmination of young people, young men and young women, when they are interviewed, when they choose their college, when they get drafted by that team, the first things they say is, I've dreamed about this since I was a child. And I want people to not gloss over what they say because what they're really saying is if you read between the lines, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, what they're telling you is I have seen this moment played over in my life over and over again in my head. I've seen it. And because I've seen it, I've climbed the mountaintop and I'm finally living it. You have to dream it. Yo, you've got to see yourself doing these things because what you see has an incredible, has a great effect on what you do. Will you see the things that you want to co- Do you see yourself being a mother one day to my ladies? Then those are the steps that you will take in life to get there. Do you see yourself with that promotion? Do you see yourself as a teacher? Do you see yourself as a lawyer tearing it up in the courtroom? Do you see yourself as a leader? Do you see yourself as an entrepreneur? I'm here to tell you long before you get there, you got to see it first. And when you see it first, yes, life has a way of aligning you to get you to where it is that you want to be. Now, oftentimes we let negative things of what we see, they dictate the course of our lives. So you have to guide yourself. If you feel like you aren't in a place where you have that that ability to see things because of the circumstances that you come from. Maybe because of the hood that you grew up in. Maybe because there's no father figure in your life, no mother figure in your life. Yo, it's hard for you to see somebody living it, walking it, and talking it, and being on the straight and narrow. That's where your dreams become so incredibly powerful. Yeah, you got to see yourself already signing that contract. You got to see yourself, yo, being somebody who's the catalyst of change in the world. You've got to see yourself being that person who will be the leader. You got to see yourself on the mountaintop delivering a word towards people in legislation. You've got to see yourself as a chef preparing those meals that are going to leave people's minds blown by the food that they taste from you. I want people to get back to seeing things because what you see yeah, is what you get. Yo, Ty, I don't know if you remember that song. My parents used to play. What you see is what you get. That's all I'm telling y'all. Yo, I'm not giving you rocket science. Yeah, what you see, my brothers and my sisters, that is exactly what you get. All right? Real life, real talk for me. Um, there's a woman who's probably one of the greatest neurologists out there, uh, you know, within the black community. Her name is Dr. Mitzi Williams. I always told myself I wanted to see Dr. Mitzi Williams. 
Um, I saw myself shaking her hand many, many years of my life. Took over 10 years. Last week, I finally got to shake Dr. Mitzi Williams, a world-renowned neurologist's hand for the very, very first time. What you see, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you get. What do you put your eyes on? What do you allow them to see? Because what you see will affect what it is that you do. I don't care where you come from. It's free to dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free to have those sights of those things of what you want in life. That's free. And sometimes I encourage the adults, yo, we got to get back to dreaming a little bit. That ain't just a little kid thing. The problem is a lot of us forget to dream. A lot of us forget to see ourselves doing stuff. And we're wondering why we're stuck in the same place. Yo, you forgot to get back to that childlike remedy. You forgot to get back to seeing some things before they get done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, real life, real talk. I talk about it. Yo, go to Amazon. Get the ball that came out, Life from the Other Side of the Field, that Amazon best-selling biography that I put out there in the world. Um, a lot of the things that I'm talking about over the phone, over the airwaves, over the radio waves today, a lot of those things are the principles that I put into that book. Opening up, living that level of outreach, living that level of vulnerability, living that level of talking about what it is that I've gone through in my life, not for me, but as a means to help other somebody else find words to cling to. Yeah, so they could see some things and then they could execute some things on their own livelihood. Yeah, I live it. So if you're needing a good story, if you're needing some little pick me up to take your hands by, yo, real life, real talk, go to Amazon, get my best selling biography. The ball came out, life from the other side of the field. And Real Life Real Talk Nation, everybody out in West Texas, man, I'm coming to you over the radio waves. Shout out to my man Steve Kaplowitz, who's in the ESPN 600, uh, ESPN 600 studios out there in El Paso, who found my story, has invited me to be on the airwaves, on the radio waves with him next Wednesday. And, um, man, you just never know. You just never know. But when you dream it, Yo, those things can change your stars. And to my multiple sclerosis community, yo, our level of announcements, y'all know the first, the first segment, we got plenty of announcements. Real life, real talk, reach on the road, all right? Our reach on the road uh, panel discussions and, and, lay, and, 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 and live auction and dinner will be taking place April 1st at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. We're bringing it back again. Um, it is uh, the, the panel discussions that we've taken all across this country. Um, of educating people about multiple sclerosis in the black and Latino community. Yo, I have a panel in the day um, on on April the 1st, education with two other doctors and two other patients living with MS, patients of color. We're going to talk about the problems that we have with this disease. We're going to be educating ourselves as, long as, mem- as well as members of the community um, of how MS affects our bodies and what we can do to be better made aware with this disease. Um, and then we're going to come back that night. We're going to have our NFL Hall of Famers. You're going to throw on your suit. You're going to throw on everything else and, uh, and have a good time. I'm not going to announce the Hall of Famers yet but i will soon all right so mark your calendar april the first and uh yeah we'll get on the other side of this break and we'll talk about toe to toe and blow for blow let's go ladies and gentlemen so we can grow come on ty oh you gotta let this play for a little bit even sam cook is laughing oh yeah yes it is sam Oh, Tyler Campbell, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. That's where it's at. Oh, that's where it's at, man. 512-337-3776. Sending your text messages. Shout out to Big E. Welcome back, TC. Yo, I'm proud to be here, my brother. 
Yo, my Saturdays are not the same when I can't get on the microphone, all right? Y'all hearing the illustrious sounds of Sam Cooke in the background. I play that one as our bumper number one because, hey, real life, real talk, Saturdays from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Ty, yo, that's where it's at. I encourage you to go to iTunes, man. Download that music. Sam Cooke, one of the most powerful voices uh, in music, man. Uh, Died on us way too early, uh, but his voice is so legendary, man. I, I utilize a lot of his music. Uh, whenever I'm on the microphone. So I had to paint the analogy, man, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Yo, that's where it's at. So thank you, Sam Cook. Love you. Respect you. Rest in heaven. Your voice will always live on forever. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Yo, send me an email. I am at uh, TC Speaks 32 on all social media platforms. My email is Tyler at TC Speaks.com. You can also visit I am Tyler Campbell.com. If you ever in the need of an inspirational speaker, somebody to give that microphone a workout and to ensure that you will never leave out the building the same way that you came in. Yo, send an email to me, your boy, um, and I'll respond to you. I promise. Yo, go back to our website on the horn. Uh, look up this Real Life Real Talk uh, podcast section, and you'll find all, all of our episodes, man. We've been doing this thing for, I want to say this is my third year going on radio now. So that's a real-life blessing. And, um, yeah, go back and download all those old episodes, man. We got plenty of them. Uh, if you're joining us late, yo, no need to worry. We were talking about the power of what you see greatly affects what you do and, and how we as adults got to get back to just dreaming. We as adults got to get back to visualizing. We as adults uh, got to get back to doing things that we instruct our young people to do all the time. Yo, when's the last time you invested in yourself to go to a conference? When's the last time you um, started picking up a book, started reading more magazines, started watching more videos of those you admire, those who are in, you are in awe of, those who are in your perspective industry, those who are doing the things that you aspire to do with the rest of your life? Yo, what you see has a great effect on what you do. If you see yourself doing it, yo, nine times out of ten, you're going to get there because your steps are aligned with what your eyesight picks up. Mm, come on with me. So, yo, get on it. Get on the task and uh, and keep pressing. That was what, you know, the first segment was. That was our let that marinate on your cerebrum. Ty, will you hit that TC Speaks for me? Oh, let's hit it. Let's hit it two times today whenever you can. And we're going to get into our message of the day, brother. That's one. Come on. Yes, that's two. All right, here we go. Toe-to-toe and blow-for-blow. Toe-to-toe and blow-for-blow. I'm taking a a page out of my love for boxing uh, as a young man, and I'm going to apply some boxing principles towards life principles, and you marry those things together. You got a beautiful pot of gumbo waiting for you as to how you go about being the best version of yourself. Shout-out to my brother from another mother, Steven Jackson, another Westlake alum, who actually gave me – um, these principles that I'm going to give you through our discussion, man. Those of you who don't know, yo, Steven is really near and dear to my heart. He graduated from Westlake High School a year after me. Um, he's actually the first uh, African-American or black male, if you feel, if you will, um, who played football at Westlake High School and was the first one to receive a full-ride scholarship. It wasn't your boy TC. Um, I got my scholarship late because I went through the alternative system. I messed that up. If you don't know the story, yo, yo, go grab my book. Uh, the ball came out live from the other side of the field. Steven got his scholarship right after me. And uh, I love you, brother. Yo, this message is dedicated to you. All right. Principle number one, uh, 
we're talking about swinging with conviction. Write that down. Swinging with conviction. Yo, I have a love for boxing. Like, I love the legends, the Joe Lewis's of the world, the George Foreman's, the Muhammad Ali's, the Hector Camacho's, the Mike Tyson's, the Floyd Mayweather's, Canelo Alvarez. Yo, Tyson Fury, Ryan Garcia to the newer Gervonta Davis. I love boxers, the Sugar Rays of the world. The story is so powerful with boxing because they are individuals who can actually look adversity. The other person in the ring, it's just them staying toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, battle-for-battle with one other person in the room or in the ring with them. They can't run from it. They can't escape from it. They can't go to the sideline, take a rest. Yo, there's not one play off, one play on. You got to stand there. You got to take a punch, and you got to keep on giving them. And that's why I think boxing is so powerful because I feel like that's what life is. Yo, you got to be able to give some punches, but then you got to be able to take them. You can't have a glass jaw with the life that we live. And the reason being is because you're going to acquire some type of adversity in your life, some way, some shape, some form, some things that are unexpected. You're going to lose a job over here. You may lose your home, your apartment over here. Lights might get cut off over here. You may lose a friend. You may lose a relationship. There's so much stuff that is going to constantly be there. You may have battles with the mortgage company. Your funds may be short this month. And there were, like there is always something. And boxers can't tuck their tail and and hide. A boxer's got to stand there and go toe-to-toe and blow for blow. And that mindset is so incredibly powerful that that you can't run and can't hide. You can't can't duck around adversity and expect to get where you want to be. It doesn't work like that. You got to stand there in the face and you got to go with it. And the principle first, number one, that we got to live by is you have to swing with conviction. When I say swing with conviction, I'm talking about the firm belief that the punches you blow, you throw towards what you're going after in life, you throw them with conviction in a way that you know you're going to hit your target. You see, a boxer doesn't just throw punches with the belief that what he is throwing, he's not going to land. When you rile back, when you get in your stance, when you lean in, when you lose your torso, when you address your shoulders, when you got your feet in your stance planted firmly in the ground, you are swinging with the conviction. You are swinging with the purpose. You are swinging with the belief. That your punch is going to land. So the question then becomes, when you are swinging after what it is that you want, do you believe intrinsically in your heart and in your soul that what you're swinging or the goal that you're trying to hit, do you believe that you can get there? Do you feel like you can get there? I always cry when I watch uh, the Creed movies, Adonis Creed, Michael B. Jordan, the reunion with Rocky or the great... Uh, Sylvester Stallone. I always cry in the moments of the movie. I can't remember if it's Creed 1 or Creed 2, but it's that moment where Adonis Creed accepts internally. He accepts who he is. He accepts that he is Apollo Creed's son. He accepts that in his veins, championship glory is what runs through his veins. He has 100% belief now when he's stepping in the ring That he's going to get in there and he's going to dominate. When you're throwing your punches in the courtroom, do you believe that your word will set free that person who's wrongfully convicted of a crime? When you're in your board meeting and you have the capability to speak your power, to speak your truth in front of your boss because there are some things that need to change in y'all's company, are you swinging with conviction? When you're in your sales meeting with a buyer and he's sitting across the table, are you throwing your punches with precision and conviction in a way that's going to sway that buyer into buying your product? 
You can't aim for a goal and release with your eyes closed and expect to hit your target. Hello. (laughs) I want you to write that down again. Yo, we can't aim for a goal and release with our eyes closed and expect to hit your target. You can't go toe-to-toe and blow-for-blow and swing for conviction and you thinking that's getting done by swinging for a target with your arms closed. Last time I checked, man, a dead boxer is somebody who get in the ring and swing with their eyes closed. No, 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 no. You've got to have some form of conviction within your spirit with the things that you're swinging for that you know you're going to hit your target. So the question comes is, do you believe in yourself? Yo, it has nothing to do with exterior factors. It has nothing to do with, yo, where, where you come from, who you grew up with, what side of town you're from, what the color you, has nothing to do with any of that. Do you believe? Can you stand toe for toe and blow blow for blow for what you want? Do you believe that what's for you is destined for you? Though That level of confidence of belief in yourself is what shapes your whole interior. It's what shapes your mindset. Yo, who are you? I ask myself who I am. I say I'm Tyler Campbell. I'm TC. And what I learned as a child is that a Campbell never quits. That's my mantra in the face of adversity. It doesn't change. In the face of multiple sclerosis, it doesn't change. In the face of giving a speech in front of scholars or people who have greater levels of degrees than I do, who are more qualified than I do, I'm going to get that microphone and I'm going to let it whip because I believe who I am. And I'm going to let my words swing with conviction. So who are you? Who are you? This is so incredibly important because when you figure out who you are, you're there. Ray Lewis used to say when he hit the when he hit the football field, I aim to take a person's soul. When I hit this microphone, I'm aiming to feed a person's soul. I'm swinging with conviction. All I'm asking is that you do the same towards the goals and the dreams and aspirations you have for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Let that matter in your cerebrum. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Yes. Keep that playing, brother. Come on, he says, like my heart, y'all. The rhythm doesn't change without you. Hey, shout out to my wife, Shana Campbell. Man, when she hears this song right here by Calvin Richardson. Yeah, she says, I'm holding on. I can't let go. There you go. Yeah, shout out to my beautiful and amazing wife, Shana, man. That's her song. That's her tune. Holding on, can't let go, man. He's swinging with conviction, baby. He knows what he's going after, this young lady. He's holding on, baby. He's giving it all that he has to give. Don't shortchange yourself and don't diminish yourself. Don't belittle yourself. Yo, you have to go after what you want. If you keep holding your hand out, ain't nobody going to put nothing in you. A closed mouth will not get fed. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Real Life, Real Talk. Send your text messages in, 512-337-3776. Yo, shout out to my man, uh, Jay, uh, Mr. Sanchez, who, who sent me a, a DM over Twitter. Yo, it's good to hear from you as well. Somebody just tuned in and said this is their first time listening to the show. They were like, man, who is this? Who's talking? Um, I don't know who you are. It's a 512 number. Uh, but, again, my name is Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, and I am just an inspiration speaker me and Ty come in the booth every time you know sometimes we talk sports but at the end of the day we talk principles we talk life I'm trying to get you to a place further and get you to a place faster and uh, my words are the way that I utilize to do it yo how can we make this world a better place walking in our gifts and I'm just trying to do my best to do mine yo love y'all respect y'all Ty thank you for the ones and twos Uh, today's message is titled yo toe-to-toe and blow for blow 
I'm somebody who loves boxing, man. And I thought about boxers and their principles and the way that they go about handling their business. To me, a boxer is one of the most elite brothers or sisters to get into the corner. Like the fact that you got to be in a ring and it's you and another person and y'all about to get in, y'all about to go to war with each other. You can't run. No, no, no. You can't hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have a glass jaw. And you got to stand there and take some punches and then you got to think precisely about delivering some punches with authority. Bro, that's powerful. That's powerful. You another level of man or a level of a woman. You can get in the ring and do that. Stare somebody in the face. You know, we live in a society of Instagram, social media, where everybody has an opinion. Have y'all noticed it, bro? Everybody has an opinion. And the reason being is because people can speak their mind and they know they don't have to be accountable for it. You can't run your mouth as a boxer and then get into the ring and and not expect to get hit for the things that you said. Yeah, there ain't no consequence. Social media, you can get on there and do everything that you want because there ain't no consequences for it. I love boxers because it's consequences. You can't run from this. But the same is true for life. The individuals who can take those blows from life, the individuals who can take the bad news from life, the, the lossing of a loved one, the yo, you just lost the house or complications within your pregnancy or your children are doing things that you did not raise them to do or your grades are, are coming up short or the performance on your job is not going the way that you want it to go. Yo, you are getting hit with adversity. But principle number one of going toe to toe and blow for blow, when you get your opportunity, doggone it, you swing with conviction. Every boxer gets into that ring and they swing with conviction. They swing with the belief, the firm belief that what they got to give power and accuracy, it is going to deliver a blow. All I'm asking you is to believe in yourself and approach life that same way. You love to write. You believe that those writing, those written words that you're writing down, they are going to deliver a home run blow. Those words that you speak as a teacher will impact the lives of generations to come for as long as you choose to get up before students in the classroom. Those leaders, those entrepreneurs, knowing that you are building something that will change the way goods are produced in the world for generations. Swing with conviction, y'all. Yeah, put your dukes up. Go toe-to-toe and go blow for blow. Principle number two, yo, protect yourself and allocate your energy wisely. Write that down. Protect yourself and allocate your energy wisely. Shout out to my brother Stephen Jackson, man, who gave me who gave me these messages and made, helped me make the correlation between boxers and like in life principles. Yo, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, when I look at boxers, uh, you have to be able to go the distance, which means you can't just get out there on the floor and just start swinging wildly. You're gonna wear yourself out, and you won't even hit what it is that you're aiming at. All right. And so you got to be able to, number one, protect yourself, put your dukes up and hold in and take those blows. But then you got to be able to allocate your energy wisely, meaning like you have to be precise about the punches that you are trying to throw. I love like Floyd Mayweather and and Sugar Ray Robinson. Um, They are perhaps the most precise boxers to have ever lived or fight in the ring. It wasn't so much about delivering knockout haymaking blows as much as it was being a tactician on the landing and the accrual of points with the blows that they throw. So as much as it was about being able to to hit, you have to protect yourself first, be able to counter. And then when you let that punch rip, when you swing with conviction, yo, you got to allocate your energy and do it wisely through what it is that you do. 
All right? So I feel from that. You got fired from your job. You're losing your relationship. You're getting transferred notice to go somewhere else. All these things, electricity cut off. All these things are happening to you. They're devastating blows. They're devastating blows. But I want you to keep a, a belief within your heart that, yeah, energy got cut off over here. Yep. But I still got to feed my family. I got to keep going. Yep, my book deadline, I'm a little bit behind, but yep, I got to go home and put in six hours towards that on the computer, and I'm going to allocate my energy wisely. All those things with protecting yourself, I want y'all to be able to counter whatever adversity that you have. I want you to take what you have internally within yourself, focus on the good things you have going for you in your life, and that's the energy you put back into the world. Yeah, you take your blows. Life is beating you up over here. We had COVID-19 over here. We had pandemic over here. Life was dealing its blows. Yeah, but now we've been waiting for this moment to where we could get out the pandemic. We could get out of the COVID restrictions, and now we're ready to let it rip. Yeah, we're ready to let it flow. Yeah, so who are you, and how do you know how to allocate? Do you know how to allocate your energy wisely towards what it is that you've been doing in your life? How do you go about doing that? That's important. Can you regroup? All right. Because I think a lot of it guys to go to show with when you look at the, the, the sport of boxing, I think what's unique is the most devastating blow that can be dealt is a left hook. If you research boxing, the most devastating blow that you can give, the most devastating blow that can lead to a knockout. Yo, it's the left hook. But what's unique about the left hook is when you release that left hook, you leave your whole jaw exposed to a counter punch. But when you land it, with energy and when you do it wisely yo you could potentially take hold of the fight and it will be yours to claim but you got to be able to protect yourself and wait for that moment so do you know when to strike you can't go into every battle you can't go into every boardroom you can't go you can't come in swinging wildly towards something somebody does something to you that you don't like you don't always have to retaliate with the level of swinging wildly yo you take the punch right and then you say, ooh, when Wednesday come, when I, know it's, when I know it's my day off on Tuesday, I'm coming into that boardroom and I'm ready. Yeah, I'm going to write down what it is that I'm supposed to have on my hip pocket when my boss is getting ready to ask me how my accounts are going. Yeah, I'm going to pick and choose my battles with my wife. And when she's calmed down, I know that's when we can sit down and we can have a genuine conversation about where we're supposed to be with our lives, where we're supposed to be with our children in five years. And it's because you are thinking of ways to allocate your energy wisely. But I want you to have a level of endurance because you're going to get popped in the mouth a couple times. And I don't want you to, to get back in the chair. I want you to be able to continue to stand through the adversity that you're going through and be able to take those blows. Yeah, to my athletes, you may not get the playing time that you're looking for right now. You may be having to humble yourself right now. But I don't want you to give up on the fact that when your jersey is called, when your number is called, you're coming off the bench and you're ready to execute at the highest level. Because now you're ready to allocate your energy wisely towards what it is that you're doing all right people say do you have like that dog in you i'm not saying that i'm like bro do you have that jaw in you yeah 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 hey i'm somebody who was very lonely in their youth somebody who went through alternative school all right had to go to junior college then got ms and then failures in my marriage like things have happened in my life consistently but it's not about that, man. I'm storing up that energy to allocate and to rebound so I can strike precisely. Yeah, I might be down with the blow that you dealt me in life, but I'm not going to let it devastate me in such a way that I can't get up, man. I'm speaking about vulnerability and transparency. Your boy TC ain't perfect. 
Yeah, I got plenty of problems, plenty of things that I've been through. But guess what? Yo, my jaw is still good. And I'm still up here able to stand because I'm protecting myself and I'm handling these blows. And so when I get that microphone, when I get that speaking engagement, when I get that one-on-one alone time with my wife, when I get to grab my children and hug on them, I am swinging. I am allocating all of my energy wisely back into the opportunities that I have. And a lot of us are delegating energy and time into things that we have no business doing so. Yo, life is not a six-round bout. Life is not a one or two or three-round bout. Your wife is 12 rounds. You got to be able to stand. You got to be able to handle. And then when it's your time to strike, you got to allocate all that energy and force it back into your opponent, back into that adversity as precisely as you can. Yo, you can learn a lot from Floyd Mayweather and Sugar Ray Robinson. Go back and watch the footage. It wasn't about the knockout blows, baby. It was about allocating that energy and striking precisely. Y'all, I love you, respect you. Catch you on the other side of this break. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Make sure you keep it real, whatever the deal. Make sure you tell them exactly what you feel. And yes, I know, Todd. You really motivate us, but like I said, I'll holler at you ladies. Come on. East Texas, stand up. First time I ever heard this song was in Marshall's Barbershop on 12th and Chicago. Shout out to where I get my hair cut over there, Jermaine the Barber. But, man, East Texas and trail rides, man, this is Wendell B. This song is called Back to Business, baby. You know, a lot of my family, like Ty, a lot of my family, we live like we listen to, like, blues music, you know. And I love, I love this song. Absolutely love this song, man. Um, shout out to Wendell B. Kind of going with some slower music today. I know a lot of times I have some upbeat, sometimes rap music, soul music. But today I, I want to dig into my roots a little bit, where I come from. Tyler, Texas. Man, come on, man. Shout out to all my family out there. Shout out to everybody who does the trail rides, the horses, the dancing. Yo, that's very much a part of my life. Yo, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I am at TC Speaks 32 on all se- all social media platforms. And, um, yeah, we're talking about today going toe-to-toe and blow for blow. Toe-to-toe and blow for blow. And I literally took boxing the analogy of boxing and and thought about the intense preparation that boxers have to go through, um, who you are as a man or a woman, when you step into a ring, how powerful that is. You get into that ring, you got to hold your own. You got to be able to deliver punches. You got to be able to take a bunch of punches. Um, How powerful is that in life? Let's talk about we deal with the social media society where people feel like they can say or do anything in life with no accountability. That's not realistic. Um, You got to be able to deal and handle some things. You got to be able to fight through adversities. You got to be able to fight through trials and tribulations because your blessing is waiting on the other side of this thing. And and it's imperative. It is important. It is that thing that you have to preach into the younger generation. You got to instill those things in them because this world, this world is tough. It's hard out here. It's not easy. It's the individuals who have the greatest level of endurance. And boxing is 12 rounds. Yo, you got to have some endurance to be able to to hand in there. So principle number one, man, we talked about swinging with conviction. Yeah, swinging with conviction. You got to be able to swing those punches, not just wildly, but when you swing them, you have to have the firm belief in your head that you're going to land, right? You got to have the firm belief that what you have to bring to your board meeting, yo, it's going to strike and it's going to hit. What you do as a man, what you put out, yo, the vibes that you give off, the 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 way in which you speak, the way in which you carry yourself, you got to land those punches, okay? Land those things. And principle number two, protect yourself and allocate your energy 
wisely. All right. Yes, life is going to deal you some things that are going to take away from you. You got to be able to withstand some blows. No glass jaws around here, man. None of that. You can't have that. All right. So you got to be able to put your dukes up and protect. And then when your opening hits, when your ability to strike, when that moment comes for your proposal to be given. All right. When you're laying out that blueprint. All right. From that level of entrepreneurship that you have, when it comes time to present it before somebody, that's when you strike. And so you have to be able to allocate all your energy well. You got to be able to hold on, hold on. And when your opening presents itself, you got to let it rip. All right. So principle number two was protect yourself. And then when your opening hits, allocate your energy wisely. All right. And then the last principle, our last principle, man, no win or loss defines you, but it's how you handle it that will. Okay. No win and no loss defines you. It's how you handle it. That will. I think it's important that, you know, we talk about the wins first because a lot of people seek the win for so long after never getting it, after never getting promoted on your job. All right. The, the blessing goes over you after having failed relationship after failed relationship. You haven't found that person that you want to be with after coaching change, after school to school, as an at, like things just have not worked out for you. And then you finally get that win in your life because people have failed to dream because people don't have that level of humility in their heart. When you do get those wins in life, we oftentimes don't know how to embrace them, how to capitalize them, how to approach them in ways that we utilize it to help other people. So it's not the win or the loss that defines you. It's how you handle it. And a lot of people don't know how to handle themselves when they do win. Arrogance comes out and confidence gets overlooked. Arrogance was what comes out of somebody's win instead of exuding a level of confidence and helping other people to get to the same place. All right. And that's what you have to think of as a competitor that I saw when we looked at boxing. That's what my boy Steven was telling me, bro, forget the wins and the losses. Throw that out the column. Yo, it's how you handle each one of them, because even when you lose, my brothers and my sisters, that's actually maybe the opportunity that life is presenting to you where you learn how to win. For some people, it is the loss that they have to experience that propels them to the greatness that they are looking to achieve. For me, multiple sclerosis changed my life. It changed the way that I think. I had to change how I did things. I had to learn how to walk, how to talk, although how to feed myself all over again, starting from grassroots. But you know what it did? It made me take the whole 24 hours of a day. How did I handle it? It made me look at relationships a different way. It makes me literally be to the point where I am to this day at 36 years old. I never allow my wife to fix me a plate of food. Why? Because I know what it's like not to be able to fix a plate of food. How I handle it changes everything. But that same stuff that I was denied with this disease are the same things that wake me up and keep me hungry every day. That keep me from getting complacent with my gift. That make me vibrate because I know what it's like not to be able to talk. So how do you handle the wins or the losses in your life? There's lessons in both of them. But some people only know how to handle wins. So when losses get dealt to them, they find themselves getting unraveled and sat down and they never, ever recover. Don't let that be you. I love Muhammad Ali, brother, man. Muhammad Ali is an amazing, an amazing story that I never get tired of. And you got to say it because a lot of young people don't dig into the history, man. 
Somebody who was named Cassius Clay had the rise, right? Had the rise. 1961, you know, Cassius becomes becomes Muslim. They don't know it. Muhammad Ali is the, the name that he starts to go by. And Cassius was lethal with the hands. Then he gets a fight with the great Sonny Liston and he captures the title in 64. All right. 66 all the way through, man, you know, he refused to get drafted. So now he loses the ability to fight because he's not going to fight in the war of Vietnam. So they revoke his boxing license. He has four years off in his prime from ages 25 through 29. He's not getting those fights. He's losing his prime years in boxing. He's losing. He's not winning. He's losing. But yet and still. He gets the license back after four years, gets a fight with Smokin' Joe Frazier in 1971, March 8th, and he is immortalized in our history. It's one of the greatest boxers to ever live. It wasn't the wins prior to those four years that really got him, and yeah, he got beat Sonny Liston and got the title, but people don't often remember that. It's the changing from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. They remember that. And then it's the four years off that had to be taken because he refused to fight in the war. I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I'm not saying anything like that to harp on. I'm just talking from an athletic standpoint. My man literally took four years off of his life and came back and claimed it. But I have to believe that it's in those loss of years of four years that he grew as a man and in belief that never went away from him that he was the greatest. Yeah, that is the mantra that he lived by when he came. I am the greatest. He learned to be the best he could be in the midst of the losses that he was experiencing outside of the ring. And that immortalized him as the greatest boxer to have ever lived. Sometimes it's our wins that, that, that are well, but I'm here to tell you that the losses are the learning experiences that will bless us exceedingly and abundantly in life that we don't even recognize it. Everybody's looking for the win, win, win. But if you're recognizing that in the midst of not winning all the time, that's the thing that's actually developing you as a woman, developing you as a mother, developing you as a father, as a businesswoman, as a businessman, as a leader, as a counselor, as a mentor, you losing in your personal life. There are lessons to be learned and you don't know what life has in store for you because in the midst of those things, there are people who keep winning in life consistently or on paper financially that are failing to progress internally out of life. And it's because they haven't learned how to get hit in the mouth and rebound and come back from them. Please take a moment to recognize that maybe life ain't as sweet as you want it to be right now, but maybe you're in the season where you have to learn how to deal with blows because life is preparing you for something great to come. But you won't last in that journey if you, don't, if you aren't able to handle the adversity that you're dealing with now. And I'm here to tell you, when you start to recognize that you're going through this go-through and you have the mindset that, oh, man, I'm going through this go-through, but it's because something good is coming for me that I can't even fathom. And the greater the adversity or the greater the trial that I'm going through means the blessing that's coming is even bigger than I could have ever fathomed. Immortalized. Four years his boxing license was taken away. Immortalized. Yeah, he came out of there. 1971, smoking Joe Frazier. We will remember it for the rest of our lives. Muhammad Ali will always be one of the greatest boxers to ever live. Not necessarily from the showmanship. From 25 to 29, he couldn't box. Go toe-to-toe and blow-for-blow in life. Yo, be prepared. 
Swing with conviction. Protect yourself and allocate your energy wisely. And then no win or loss defines you. But how you handle it, my brothers and my sisters, that will. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I love y'all. Respect y'all. Come on. Peace.